Hey everyone, it's Sunday night <clears throat> and I'm showing up to get a blessing. Hallelujah. Thank you for stopping by as we do each Sunday night at this same time of the night, just to go over some of the fine points of the goodness of God and to be reminded <clears throat> that he he's not listening to um, the major media outlets or even your neighbor's gossip. <laughs> he's, not, he's not listening to the uh, professors in the universities that are perverting the minds of our young people. He is not listening, but he is listening to his own voice, and that is that the kingdom of God will advance, and the word of God, the spirit of God, and the nature of God will cover the earth like a flood. Okay, with that in mind, Let's jump right into some of our thoughts after I remind you, if you're new, <clears throat> pardon my voice tonight, if you're new and haven't subscribed, do so to uh, YouTube and like us on Facebook. We're also on Parlor and we're on Getter, and we have a podcast that is noted below in our <clears throat> notes below. Amen. Well, we're talking today about breaking the sound barrier. God dropped that in my heart, and I had the flashback of October the 14th, 1947. Now, I got to tell you, I was only, you know, a kid then, just a baby kid. 1947, October the 14th, Chuck Yeager, broke the sound barrier for the first time. <clears throat> sound barrier is 761 miles an hour. Everybody said it couldn't be done because of the resistance of the, uh, of, of the chemistry. <laughs> you know, I'm not a scientist, but you know, it's there. How do you break through that impossible barrier? Well, on that date, after nine attempts at 71,000 feet in his supersonic rocket ship plane, he, was, he broke that barrier and set a record uh, speed for, for mankind on level flight. Wow. Now, what God's saying to us in this drop he's dropped in our, my spirit, and I'm passing on to you, just like the sound barrier, there are any number of impossibilities that have been sown by <laughs> friendly fire in your emotions, in your mind, and possibly from your own background, family, or relationship. Old Uncle Bob said, you'll never do that. You're not smart enough. Well, you liked Uncle Bob, and it kind of hung in there and got a hook in your emotions. And every time you try to stretch out past the, you know, the accepted limits, you hear old Uncle Bob saying, well, you'll never be able to do that, son. The Uncle Bob had his own problems. He had been bound up in his own insecurities and limitations, and he gave you the generous gift of perverting your faith and your hope. 
What do we do with that? We have to have a replant, a plowing and a replant. <laughs> God's got to come through and replow that garden and plant some seeds of faith and hope and impossibility-breaking faith. Hallelujah. Well, <clears throat> God planted in the psychic, the soul, the emotions of the human soul, the whole human race, this insatiable appetite to go further than we were, were supposed to go. They, the race car driver, the jet airplane, the guy that jumps out of an airplane without a parachute. Can you imagine someone that crazy? But they do it. It's called sail planes or gliders or kite flying. I don't know what they do. They have a suit on, spreads out like a kite, and then they sail all the way down and jump off down at the end. Isn't that incredible? Now, what's in the heart of a person who wants to dive higher, fly higher, run faster, go deeper? It's in the spirit of the human makeup. God put it there so we could take that into the spiritual world and do what he's commanded us to do. <clears throat> now, listen again to a very familiar verse of Scripture in Matthew 6. We call it the, <clears throat> the Lord's Prayer, but really he was teaching his disciples how to pray, so we could call it the Disciples' Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. All right. We have taken that in some of our teachings, and I, I believe it's, a, it's something we can do legally, <laughs> quote unquote. You know, if there's healing in heaven, there's healing on earth. If there's finances in heaven, there's finances in earth, so forth. You get the point. Okay. We've done that. But l listen to this now. In the uh, fifth chapter of Matthew, there's a story of the uh, of a centurion. And the centurion comes to Jesus and tells him, says, We've, I've got a servant at home that is sick. And I want you, I, I, want, I, I just need you to come and heal him. Or, you know, I want you to pray for him. And Jesus picks up his um, little doctor's bag, his tool bag. <laughs> Can you see it? Like a country doctor. And says, okay, let's, let's, let's go. And um, I'm just double checking my stats here. I think it's the eighth chapter. And uh, <clears throat> eighth chapter of Matthew. And and the centurion says, whoa, hold on, hold on. I know you're busy and all that. So he says, I too am a man under authority. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And Jesus said to him, wow, I have not heard that in, out of an Israelite. I had to hear it out of a Roman centurion. Now, what that mean? What does Matthew 6 and Matthew 8 have to do with one another? It's a description of that, of that phrase, as it is in heaven, so it is on earth. So, so, so you see, God created a whole, <laughs> well, how do you say, expansion 
a whole family line of sons, called them the Eloims. Those Eloims are spiritually divine sons of God, and their commission, they, they have been commissioned to do for Jehovah, our Father, the same thing we have been commissioned to do on earth, and that is obey his voice and do his, his, his will and do his bidding. So when, when Jesus heard that centurion say, hey, I too am a man under authority, he, had, he, had, he recognized that Jesus had a con- command of the angels, had a command of the spiritual world, had the spirit of, of rulership over those spirits, sons of God. Now, as it is in heaven, God created sons in heaven. You'll find a couple of references. Genesis 6 and Psalms 82 I've been talking about the last week or so. That is the sons of God that do the bidding of God. They're called angels, spirit beings, seraphim, cherubims. Uh, there's creatures that are described with eyes all over them and wings and so forth. All sorts of spiritual beings called sons of God were created to do the bidding of God in the spiritual world. And Jesus said, as it is in heaven, so shall it be on earth. Now, what did he do when he rose from the dead and went to the Father with his blood, came down in the form of the Holy Spirit, and then came into the hearts of temples made without hands. When he left the temple made with hands, Solomon's temple, the veil was rent in two, came into the hearts to the spirits of men. He now lives in us through the power of the Holy Spirit, the fullness of the Godhead. You and I are sons of God, sons and daughters, if you, if you please, of God that do his bidding on earth just as much as those sons in the spiritual world we call heaven. Now, the reason I bring that up is because we are barrier breakers. We are sound barrier breakers. We are impossible barrier breakers. He has given us the ability to go beyond the normal because we are spiritually fueled. <laughs> we have the dynamo of high-grade ethyl in our hot rod. Amen. They've got some race cars that hit the switch with a special gas comes in there, and it explodes forward at volume rate. <laughs> at you and I, when faith, when the faith of God comes into our spirits and generates power beyond belief, miracles beyond belief, impossible things. Amen. Now, because of that, he's given us the gifts of the Spirit. And in those gifts of the Spirit, we have the gift of faith, the gift of miracles. We have the ability to see beyond the veil, beyond the the sight of man. We can see in the Spirit and discern the hearts of people. It's It's beyond the barrier, a <laughs> thing that the religious world. Now, you get into a, 
you get into uh, the center, the hot rod center, the, you know, the race car center, uh, where they have these these dirt these races every year, you know, and they meet from all over the country and all over the world. The Indies, Indy race cars. You're hanging around a crowd, and if you had the privilege and the pass, you know, the badge to walk down the pits and intermingle with those guys and gals, you would be among people with faith and impossible dreams, and they're pushing the limits beyond imagination. There's no doubters down there. They don't stay long. They kick them out. There's no, there's nobody down there protesting the fact that they're burning too much gas or there's fumes in the air. None of that mess. If you're down there, you're going to be involved with bold barrier breaking. There's a great movie that was made a couple of years ago called Ford and Fiare. And it's done, it's a true rendition of how they got the, how Ford captured the speed records. But it took some men to push and push and push and kind of cut corners and, you know, go behind the back of the boss once in a while just because the boss didn't have faith for it. And then at the last moment, press on that gas pedal until the pistons almost leaped out of the engine and they broke the, they won the race and won the contract. There's things in your life you've got to push that gas pedal down a little further in faith and prayer and trust and in obedience because you are a son created by the spirit and the blessings of the resurrection and the blood of Christ in the name of Jesus. And you have been created to go beyond the barriers of the impossible. Why is it that the religious folks are the ones that are always saying you can't do it you can't do it huh. you get those guys in the grandstands who are probably not very religious and you listen to them shout and talk you'll think they're crude they probably got a beer or two in their hand and they you know they're doing all the non-religious things but they're cheering that race car guy or that horse race or those you know the basketball court they're cheering them on because they believe they can make it and make a score no doubt there so how about you and i sons of god daughters of god how about you and i in that barrier that seems impossible that contract that you don't think you'll ever get that design you want to do you know if you're a dress designer or a house designer that novel that is in your spirit or that story you want to write or that teaching that you have in your spirit it's been a barrier and people have told you you're too old you're too short you're too poor <laughs> you're the wrong color. I don't know what they're telling you, but get rid of that and break that barrier in Jesus' name. I command you to push on and watch that thing change. Chuck Yeager took nine attempts at 70,000 feet dropping out of that airplane. They, they took it up. They took him up on the bed, hooked onto the belly of a 747 and dropped him off and he took off for the atmosphere. What's in your spirit? What are you crying about to the Lord? What are you calling out to the Lord for? Some of you in your beginning days want to be a servant in action. 
maybe a preacher, a missionary, a teacher, a worship leader. You want to write Christian songs. Get it. Get your computer out or your pencil, whatever you do it with, and start. You'll never finish until you start. Amen. Well, that's my spirit today. I just wanted to lay it out for you on this Sunday night. Somebody has to do it. Somebody is going to break the barrier. Somebody's going to pray the next revival in or the next move of God. Somebody's going to get the revelation that no one else has, 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 has received before. There's a term in, in uh, spiritual, you know, religious studies called orthodoxy theology. That means everybody believes it before anybody believes it. So you hear a word from God, you hear the voice of God, and you say, wait a minute, I better go check. So Samuel did that three times, didn't he? He heard God's voice, Samuel, Samuel. And he gets up and goes, talks to the most degenerate priest they'd had in that temple for decades. Eli, he was a mess. And he went and talked to him. That's, don't do that. If you've ever read the story of George Fox, who started the Quaker movement, he heard the voice of God and he didn't know what to do with it. He was in a religious system over there in England that he'd go to the priest and they'd tell him to go, you know, shape up, you idiot. You, nobody can hear the voice of God. Go home. Quit bothering me. He finally broke through and started a movement which we call the Quakers the friends in, 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 I think that's the, the official name, because they came under such a dynamic influence of the power of God that they would just sit out there in the middle of the field by the thousands and quake and shake because of the power of God. One boy, one young boy, heard the voice of God and broke the barrier and didn't listen to the religious folks and went out and did what God had called him to do. Some of you listening to me, you think you're too old? <laughs> hey, we don't, we don't work harder, we work smarter, right? So listen to the Lord. He's got something for you. It's not going to be a repeat of when you were 30 or 40, but it's going to be what you do today is going to be built upon the foundation of what God did for you then. Get with it. <laughs> Amen. Get with it. You say that's easy for you to say, Brother, well, you're listening to it right now. This is what God's called me to do. Stir you up and build your faith. Hallelujah. All right. Well, tomorrow morning, Monday, we kick off a new week. It's going to be a glorious time. I'm going to Hood River at the end of the month. I'll tell you, give you some an address and a, a place. to. If you're in that area, come and say hello to me. I'm going to preach on a Sunday morning with... The covenant, the covenant community church, covenant Christian church. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I just feel a prayer. Father, I just release in the name of Jesus this word into the soil, into the good soil of hearts that are listening. And I release faith from the Father to change the course of their lives and the power of their faith into something that will amaze them and they will say surely the lord has done a work <laughs> amen 
hey, don't forget, subscribe, thumbs up, share this, tell somebody about it, pass it on, put it on your social media. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. And if God's nudging you to send us a financial blessing, we receive it through PayPal or the U.S. mail. Until Monday morning, tomorrow morning, bright and early. We'll see you then. God bless.